Bring out Elizabeth Selwyn. The tortured souls cried out in agony as the flames mounted higher and higher. Burn, witch, burn, witch, burn, burn, burn. Those I've said of these stones today, the actual practice of witchcraft in the 17th century. Tell me again what uh, sound we're recording in, Lenny. Well, the sound system that we're using is super fi. It's not hi-fi. It goes beyond hi-fi. And um, the this is a brand name, by the way. This is, you know, uh, patent pending, but it is scrotum sound. Thank you. That's what I wanted to hear, Lenny. I wanted to hear the sound of salty scrotum. scrotums. Well, you got it. You got the flapping, bonus plan, baby. Flapping in the wind. That's how we like it. That is. So, well, how you feeling? How you feeling, brother? Feeling pretty good. What about you? Eh, not too bad. Not too bad. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Living the yeah. living the dream around here. Of course, living in Florida with all the uh, with all its problems. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's no there's no problems there. No, no, not at all. Not at all. So, what are we covering today, Lenny? Tell us about the movie. We are covering the 2018 British horror slash uh, mystery drama. I guess it's, you know, it's got all of the above. It's, it's hedging its bets. After returning to his childhood home, a disgraced children's puppeteer is forced to confront his wicked stepfather and the secrets that have tortured his entire life. This is possum. So in the last few years, there's been a huge, um, this huge, um, trying to put the words together, but there's a, a push towards psychological um, terror, like mm-hmm. uh, the, the Baba Duke. Yes. Have you, all right. So you've seen that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now granted, there's always going to be some hype when it comes yeah. to movies. And I think the Baba Duke, while it was decent, um, and it was an unsettling movie regarding, you know, the psychology of depression and and uh, you know, the the pain that it can cause people. So I think a lot of people connected with it, but it wasn't for me a very uh terrifying or a very creepy movie. There were a couple yeah. of decent scenes, but all in all, I, I liked it, but I didn't love it. Yeah, I wasn't. Right? I really wasn't a big fan. It just, um, I don't know. I found the kid was just too grating, and you sort of, I don't know. I guess maybe that was the point, but I, I don't know. Kind of, I just, just kind of like, like the kid from Psycho Gorman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but that was just, you know, that. Boom. that was, I, I, you know, I knew you'd say that, man. I knew you'd say that. <laughs> Low hanging fruit and all that. Oh, by the way, you know, I'm just saying. Dracula. Oh, oh, yeah. Dracula's soul, brother. Mm-hmm. One of my favorites. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. There, I know there is, is that. Yes. Anyway, so uh, just a shout out to, you know, Prince Mama Waldy. Mm. So, Possum, again, a 2018 very slow burn of a film the um even up through the third act this movie um 
It's playing its cards close to its vest, although, you know, the protagonist, uh, Sean Harris. I, yeah, Sean Harris. Yeah. He plays Philip. Philip is extremely disturbed. Indeed. He you see him eyeballing this kid that was on the train ride as he's heading towards his home. Um, and you know, he's, he himself is an oddball of a character. He is almost like a child at, in different ways. And we were talking about this a little bit earlier before you said, no, 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 let's save it, save it for the move for the <laughs> podcast. I'm like, all right. So we were talking about how Philip himself is a child. Um, I don't think even though he's an adult, he's never gotten a, an opportunity to grow up. I think he's still this damaged kid. Um, you know, and, and, and he's a puppeteer. So go figure. Right. So, well, and, and it's no surprise because he's a child connecting with other kids. Um, but it alludes to him connecting in a different way yes. so he you see this kid on the train and he's staring at the other uh, group of young you know young boys around 14 and then when the kid looks up from his doodling um in a notebook you know philip turns away real fast and he gets flustered you know that he was caught looking yeah. um like the other boys get off the train they start moving away from him and when the train finally comes to a stop, he leaves when they leave and you see the little, you know, all the boys, you know, go through this, uh, I guess, the train station itself. Mm -hmm. And he pauses and looks in that direction and starts walking behind them. And then it cuts to a different scene. All the while, he's carrying this large bag, you know, this like leather satchel. Right. Mm hmm. And even he's he holds this satchel and he carries it with him wherever he goes. That satchel, it contains something sinister. You Very. don't quite know what it is. Yeah. But do you then, see no, how he's walking? He's walking yeah. away with the satchel. It's almost like he's afraid of the contents of this bag. He holds it yeah. out. He walks. He's walking very awkwardly, like almost like a schoolboy himself. And he walks back to this house, which is this dilapidated old uh, brick two story. And it's he goes in there. This the house when he walks into the main room for the first time. Yep. It's dilapidated. So the you know, the the uh, paper on the wall is just grimy and grungy. It this you could almost smell the mildew and the decay in this home. It's palpable. And that's and I meant to meant to uh, comment on that. I've seen many movies where they try to do that and make it look all dilapidated. Yeah. This one, they <clears throat> pull it off like you really feel that this is like it seems like they really filmed in a place that was just that was abandoned, shot to hell. Everything like the 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 production, the the lighting was very natural. There was no sense of studio at all, at all. Right, like it just had a a really authentic feel of, uh, you know, just that everything was natural and realistic. It was very mm -hmm. real. Every, all the like when they went out, it didn't look like a lot of times you 
feel the hand of this of the the production company that right. this is artificially <clears throat> created this felt very very real very authentic and again the yes. lighting was uh, felt real it, it didn't feel like there was any you know uh any studio lights or anything like that it just felt so raw and 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 i thought that was fantastic yeah Oh, absolutely. It did feel gritty. Um, like I said, he walks into this house. I, I could smell the mildew. I could smell the, you know, the home just like uh, he go. He walks through the house, right? The doors are closed and he pauses on the door to his right. Mm-hmm. And he and he starts walking towards it almost. And and then he thinks better of it and then goes upstairs. And you, you realize that he's in his home. Um, and but it, it looks like no one's even living here. And he goes right. upstairs. He's got the bag with him um, and he's in sits in his bedroom, um, which is Spartan at best. But you can tell it's like the grungy sheets. No one's right. cleaned or or even lived in this in this place for years. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he pops open a floorboard and he takes out a, a book that he must have written in when he was a kid, because through the beginning of the movie, it's reciting this poem about yes. possum, possum, whatever. Right. And about the spider, which is almost a part yes. man, you know, creeping around. And um, and the the artwork in the book is just fantastic. It's exactly. really amazing yeah. and unsettling. Yes. So he goes back downstairs and finds Maurice. And then you realize that this old man is as dilapidated as the house. He is just a disgusting human being. Um, And he starts talking to him and you realize that it's his stepfather and they have this, you know, this history together. Um, Was it stepfather or uncle? Well, later on, I think he refers to him as his uncle. Um, but I got the impression that, you know, it was his stepdad, um, because he even says to him, he's like, Oh, you're talking about his puppet. Oh, you're not doing that anymore. Huh? That's too bad. That was the one thing you were, you were good at, you know? And he's like, yeah, my dad taught me how to, uh, how to make these puppets too. And, you know, looks like, you know, runs in the family and he looks at him, he goes, you're not my, you're not my father, Maurice, you know? Right. So like he. Um, you know, I got the impression that he was kind of raising him as a, yeah. as his own, as his own child, but, you know, obviously did not do a good job. Um, right. This, this character of Philip is damaged goods. And what we're alluding to is, um, you know, child abuse, uh, excuse me, abuse on his end. Um, but the, the, the movie is slowly, alluding to a subplot of of this child it becomes revealed later on that the child that young boy that he was looking at on at the on the train is missing yep and he was this, uh, presumed kidnapped <clears throat> just want to mention yeah. the actor that plays maurice is alan armstrong and you would know him from crawl remember the the 1983 um fantasy movie crawl Oh, yes. he's he's he was from crawl he was yes. in the mummy he was in the mummy returns sleepy hollow van helsing um i'm looking through the rest of these now downton Ab- abbey penny dreadful was uh, he a, was he in uh, uh, his voice um there was a short film uh something about a cat i forgot the uh does it mention anything about short films 
Oh, I don't I know. I'm looking through it now. This, yeah, there's this really uh, cool short. I, I have to get back to you on the name of it uh, okay. because he um, his voice was really stood out in this short. Yeah, he's got a very distinct kind of deep voice, mm-hmm. um, kind of creepy. And uh, my God, yeah, he's been he's been in hundreds of movies, uh, uh, films, TV shows. I mean, you name it. Yep. And I was like, this guy looks so familiar. And then I had yeah. to look into because obviously he's aged and he's so much older. But the second I saw Crawl, I was like, oh, my God. And then all the other movies, I'm like, yes, this guy's been in everything. Um, and he's such a good actor in whatever he does. But here he's really just, you know, they they made him with the grungy T-shirt and the filthy hair. His teeth are so yellow and like decayed yeah. and. He is, um, you can, at one point, Philip, when he's in the house, he's talking to um, Maurice and he, I'm looking and he's, he's got like dishes piled in this filthy sink and, um, you know, the house is falling apart and he tells him, you know, this is my home, Maurice, this place is disgusting. Right. You know, this is like, he's telling him, this is my home. Look what you've done here. Yeah. You know, Um, and at one point he's he takes a mug and he washes the mug out and then there's a pot of tea. He pours the pot of tea and there's some like a little thing of cream. He puts the cream in there. I'm like, is this guy for real? I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to take a dump in this house. <laughs> and so, and then of course he, he takes a sip of this tea and immediately spits it, it out on the spits floor. It out right you on you the could floor. only imagine what the water must taste like. I mean, it just, yeah. Yeah, uh, and and then probably the cream that you know that he poured in his tea was was on the verge of probably, turning. It did, the only thing, yeah, it didn't even have lumps in it. But I'm like, <laughs> is this guy really taking his chance with cream from this house? <laughs> so, yeah, um, this movie gets a lot of things right. And if you like slow movies that are psychologically twisted, where the main character and this the the uh, the actor does such a, a fine job of playing a character yeah. that's just lost. He's a lost soul, and you feel so sorry for him because you want him to be able to to like break out of, um, you know the 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 horrors of his past, you know, something terrible must have happened. And especially since this guy, Maurice was, you know, had raised him and they allude to a fire. At one point he's talking to Maurice in this room uh, that, you know, at the end of this long hallway, it's almost like a, like um not a parlor, but it was like almost like a living room, let's say. Mm-hmm. And it's just two chairs in a small little room filled with stacks and stacks of paper and even the chairs look disgusting like they just look dirty um you wouldn't be surprised if the if the place is just filled with cockroaches and we'll get to that in a minute yeah it's and he's talking to him and he looks at at maurice and goes why couldn't it have been you why couldn't you have burned up in the fire Right. And Maurice just looks at him and he just he's so he's so evil and twisted, like he doesn't give a shit at all. And he just looks back at him and just starts cackling. He just starts laughing. Right. Right. And so, you know, that the mother is gone. And so this this fire that he alludes to, you just you just wonder, is it behind that door? You know, did something happen behind that door in the entrance near the entrance of the house um, that he refuses to go into? Um, and so, yeah, 
I mean, just as that's just the, the unsettling parts, you know, a few of those scenes between he and, and Maurice, where that dialogue is very simple and as Spartan as the furnishings in this home. Right. And the dialogue mm -hmm. between them is just so cruel. Like, you know, you realize that there's something between them um, and that Philip is cruel to this old man for a reason. You know, yeah. he's he's not just being a dick to him because that's Philip's persona. I, I think he's really just a, such a, a, a broken individual because of him. And as we progress, he's got this big leather bag. Yeah, this and, satchel. And he's trying to get rid of it. And, 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 you know, people like you carry around this baggage with you all your life. And, it, and literally he's carrying around baggage that he can't get rid of. Right. 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 And that's really what got to me. Like as soon as and like I said, he's holding this bag like out from himself. And as he's walking around, he's walking around town, which is there's almost no other soul in this town. It's like, right. People have moved on from this place. But you he goes into the woods and you, it's a dream or it feels like a dream. And he puts that satchel uh, in, in like almost at the top of these roots of, a, of these two gnarled trees. And he zips open the bag and there's a light coming down and he moves the bag slightly open and then backs away from it. And you see these long spider legs come out of the bag just for a second. And you're right. like, holy shit, what the hell is in this bag? And it was so yeah. creepy. And it's if you look at the at the artwork on the on the cover of this uh, movie or the poster, mm -hmm. it has that same picture of these spider legs coming out with a yeah. like a like the shadow of a of a boy's head or or something or like you could see that you know that that it's Philip most likely when he was a kid and then he's you hear his voiceover reciting verse of this poem and eventually mm -hmm. we realize that he must have written that poem when he was a kid because it's got his name on one of the pieces of paper and 1978 so he must have been a child when he wrote this poem a long time ago and he's carried the weight of this you know this poem with him ever since and so right. he takes this this puppet out of the satchel eventually and takes it and throws it away and, and the puppet <laughs> yeah man the puppet is terrifying because it's got these spider legs and a human head and the head oh my god you really have to pay attention to the head it's bald and first of all, it is absolutely terrifying. It, it's so is, it's so creepy that I can't yeah. even imagine. Like, you know, it's a puppet, but I wouldn't I don't even want to touch it. Uh, yeah. Its legs have these like yeah. tufts of like bristly hair that you right, would see right. on a tarantula. And these legs yeah. are massive. And right. when you first see it. It gave, it gave me the creeps. Like I was like, what the, f what is that? Like, is that real? Like I, you don't right. know what it is. And then you realize yeah. that's a puppet because he was, you know, a puppeteer. Um, and he was, I guess, shamed. They don't go into the story, but you would imagine who's hiring this lunatic with this terrifying spider puppet with a, with a person's head. 
And as you get closer and you start seeing, because you only see bits and pieces revealed right. of this puppet and you're thankful for it because it's very disturbing. And this is possum, you know, this is, yeah, you know, this is that poem that he, you know, is, is basing his life off of like, he can't escape his past and it's, right. and it stays with him. And this puppet is, is like a culmination of all of the, the, the nasty and, and to quote his uncle Maurice, it's black as sin. And that's yeah. really, and that's really what's happening here. Maurice um, is black as sin and his heart, you know, and the things that he's right. done. Um, it, it, and what happens is never revealed uh, except th at the very end of the final act you know, right. I mean, I, I can't even get there yet. What's not getting? What's not get there? Go ahead. So, they reveal this puppet. Tell me about the puppet face, Omar, because we—that's the one thing we were talking about. Like, fuck. Yeah, I, I, um, I didn't know if if you'd notice, but yes, yes, it, yes, it looks it's exactly like him. It's almost like a full a face mold of yes uh, of Philip. Yep. Um, you can't tell right away because it is bald because it has no hair, uh, no you know, facial nothing, features, nothing, uh, no facial uh, features. But it's got the same nose, same everything. It's it's yeah. almost definitely uh, a face mold that he did of himself. And exactly, that and that's terrifying. Looking. You could see the profile because the nose on a profile. Yes. He had a very distinctive right. nose. Right. Right. Yeah, the, and um, that's when you're like, "Oh my God, the head of this spider is Philip." Yes, yes, exactly. And yeah. more and more of this spider is revealed, and then it begins to sort of come to life. And and he, you know, going through, uh, you know, as as like these dreams, it sort of, you know, dreams and reality sort of fade in, but, but you still get an understanding of what's a dream and what's reality. That's um, what I loved about this movie yes. because the dream world and the waking world are blended so seamlessly. Right. There are moments where you're like, this has to be a dream and it's not yes. right. Right. And then there's a thing where you're like, Oh, this is really happening. And then Philip talks to Maurice later on and says, you know, we burned that puppet together. Where is it? And he's like, I'm sorry, lad. You know, your mind is confused. You know, that never happened. Right. And, and you're like, holy shit. He doesn't even know what's we We don't know what's real. Right. Right. And that's when you realize that he's just really lost his mind. Like he doesn't know what's real or what's not. He uh, he's walking around and he goes and he, he relays an incident that happened to him at school where there was a fox that was killed mm -hmm. and his guts were ripped open or whatever. And one of the other boys that was bigger than him put his face into the guts. Into, that was the right. rancid guts of the, of this Fox and the Fox, his head turned toward him. So the Fox wasn't quite dead yet. And so right. it, it, it turns to him and, and Maurice gets a kick out of the story. Like this is a, this it is a painful laughing. memory. Yes. This is a painful memory that he yeah. asks Philip to bring up to him. Tell me about that story again. And so he does. And then he laughs like he like it was a joke. Yep. And when he's telling the story, he, they show you Maurice's face and the look of disdain was palpable. Where yeah. you can tell that he despises Philip. He hates him for for being weak. 
and yep. not being able to protect himself as he's telling the story. And you realize for me, I was almost choked up. I have to be honest because the pain that this mm. man who is actually still a boy because the memory of that, of that pain when he was a child is still with him as it, you know, as poignant at now as it was then. And, right. and he, and he's just, you know, even now 40 years later, he's being laughed at, you know, this man, you know, is still cruel to him. And that really bothered me to so one point. He, you know, he throws the bag in over this, uh, this bridge, into this like stream or whatever right and he runs away from it and slips in the mud and and falls on his face and like passes out and then wakes up and he realizes i need to go back and get it and he can't find the case like it, the, right. the bag is missing the spider puppet is nowhere to be found and he starts like really freaking out and then finally he looks over the bridge on the other side of the hill and the spider is there in the mud out of the case Right. And, you, and you're like, how the fuck did how it get the... out of the bag? Exactly. It's in the middle of a pile. You know, it's in the middle of this muddy tract of land out of the bag. And the bag is no longer over the over the, um, you know, the ravine that was over there, you know, yeah. in, in that ravine. And so it's like, well, he must have been able to manipulate it when, you know, when he wasn't thinking, you know, he was right in a dream state or a fugue. So that's really what I love so much about this movie because it keeps you on your toes. You never really know what's happening with Philip. Is he dreaming these things? You there's a, a news report on this TV which is left on, and then you go up. He, Philip goes upstairs because he hears a voice, and it's a news report about this missing 14 year old boy, the same boy that was on the train. Yes. A newspaper is left on the kitchen table and the same, you know, in the newspaper is that that boy, the missing boy. And you're like, holy shit, Philip, they think they call him a pervert. He was kicked out of, you know, whatever. He's ashamed, you know, from being a, this puppeteer. He is obviously a psychotic. Uh, you know, he he's having all kinds of episodes. He could very well have murdered this child. And there's a scene where he's just standing in front of his old school, his old, uh, you know, grammar yes, school. Thank you. Yep. And uh, the, the principal or one of the teachers or whatever, one of the staff comes up to him and they're like, you know, what are you doing? You need to get out of here. You're, you know, you're, you're disturbing people. And, and um, you know, it, it, it sort of makes you see, uh, think that he indeed is guilty of, of, you know, kidnapping this kid like this guy's a total weirdo. Yeah, what know? is this? What is this adult man, almost fifty years old, hanging exactly. around outside of the school? Exactly. It's really creepy and disturbing. And then later on, he mm -hmm. takes it a step further because now Maurice tells him, "I have to go away, and you'll have the place to yourself for a while." He's like, yes. "Where are you going? That's my business." Right. So he just—that's the kind of character this guy Maurice is. There's no, there's no love loss between between these two, and they're right. really dealing with each other kind of out of necessity at this point. Yeah, yeah. So Philip, 
at at another time discards the bag again and throws it into this into this river and pushes it not a river it's almost like, it's like um, some kind of uh, like a, like a watershed or yeah, yeah something going something, on and he yeah, takes a stick yeah. and pushes it down and well it bubbles up and and then he pushes it in finally it sinks to the bottom of this you know right. old stag stagnant pool mm-hmm and so he leaves it, but it's weighing on him. Like you can't, he's yes. never truly rid of it. Like I said, he thought he right. burned it up and he's into this 50 gallon drum and he's looking for it again. He's dreaming about it and he goes to sleep and he, and he goes and walks into the bedroom and it's in the bedroom. You see a shadow reflected in a dirty mirror. Right. And you're like, holy shit, how is this thing here? He drowned it. You know, he burned it. And then you realize that he didn't do any of those things that he th- mm-hmm. he's thinking about doing those things. He wants to he wants to shed this demon of the past and he can't. Right. He literally keeps it with him. He has these dreams of the spider crawling around corners. And when he looks down this long corridor and you see like the shadows and, and little bits of light, you know, beaming. Through, right. And the spider legs come around the corner and then you just see this head creep around yeah. the side yep. and you're like, holy shit. And he runs away and he turns another corner and there's, He's looking behind him and and again, these legs creep out from behind this door frame. And then the little Philip head looks at him and it's the creepiest, (laughs) most disturbing thing you'll ever see. And it was so simple and yet so goddamn effective. I loved it. I thought it was was awesome. It was excellent. The, you know, as I was watching it, I was at first at the very beginning, you know, things were kind of vague and, you know, done in kind of an artistic way. And I was kind of like, man, I hope it's not one of those movies that's intentionally vague and, you know, trying to be all artsy and stuff, but no, it's not. There's a a definitive answer and, and everything is, is explained. And yes, there's a lot of stuff for interpretation, but right. it's it's not one of those super you know artsy type movies that's trying to you know be really cool and you know leaving uh, leaving things no this is everything has a reason you know yep. it's put together so well um, it is i i really really enjoyed it it was it was really creepy it wasn't like super um gory there's really not much gore you know no blood and guts or anything like that it's just very psychological and and creepy as hell yes absolutely absolutely it is and at the very end of this film philip isn't he's roaming around town he goes back to his school that elementary school where this incident occurred with the kids um, when he was a child, he goes back to the school and he's talking to this young lady who's a receptionist. And he says, I need to talk to the principal about what happened. And he knows what's going on. And then she goes in, into the, the back room to talk to the principal. And you realize that, you know, I'm like, what is he doing here? Like he's, he's right. confusing time. Yes. And he runs down to the end of the corridor and he hears them talking. We'll call the cops or whatever, you know, and he ru- and he gets out of there. He leaves. Because I think he comes to the realization, too. And he's like, what am I doing? You know, right, why, why am right, I here? Right. And he's like, 
in the same, you know, uh, fugue state. And he's like, he falls asleep, but he, he wakes up cause he hears like on the top of this tin roof, he hears like this, this banging noise or this scurrying noise. And then he sees the legs come creeping down over the ledge, you know, right. just these, it, like, again, it's just more and more scenes of this effective, you know, this, um, this disturbing psychological threat, um, and then he goes back home and he's Maurice, Maurice, where are you? You know, and he's looking for him. And then he remembers that he's gone and he, he finally gets up the courage to go into that room. And, you know, it's been kind of overshadowing everything and the story of like, I wish you would have burned up and the fire and all this other stuff. Um, you know, he's constantly thinking of these black balloons and and, and all of these, right. you know, like he uh, there's a rain of, of black ink and ash. It almost looked like, you know, um, like wet ash was falling on him in this inky right, blackness. Right. Um so he goes into the room and you you realize what this this fire just completely ran through this section of the house. Yes. Um, and, you know, they never repaired this room. It's it looks mm -hmm. like the same state it was in when the mother was killed. Right. In the back of the house, you know, there's like tarp and and like corrugated steel thrown over the back of the house. Like it's just mm -hmm. the place is a ruin exactly it's like should be condemned it really should and so he's right. looking around and he goes into the bed and sees like the blackened sheets and he finds a glass bottle that he holds up and he's looking at this glass bottle and his teeth in it right the teeth were like it cleaned extracted and cleaned and they're like white teeth in this glass jar and he's holding it up and he holds it up and he's looking through it and suddenly there's a, a hooded figure that just runs across the room at him, which scared the crap out of me because me too. I was not. I was like, holy Christ. I'm like, I was not expecting it. And right. so and then it's then they, here's the big reveal. There's a chest in the corner and it's shaking. And then this guy is beating him up and and he takes the hood off and it's and it's Maurice with this right. rictus of like just glee. Like he's so happy that he caught him off guard and and he was able and to get him. Is it me or did he use the same satchel to cover his head? Yeah, it looked like it. Yes, yes I think it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. So right. and he gets him, he throws him to the ground and he starts grab spanking him and he hits him and he flips him over and he pulls his pants down. And he pulls the belt off and he starts whacking him like he's punishing him as a child. Like it was right. something it, this was a scene from childhood. And right. so he starts doing it again and he starts crying out. No, Maurice, no. And he's a child again. Yes, and you realize yes. he's never stopped being a child. He's lived his entire life like this. And yeah. uh, and it was really disturbing. And finally, he, he turns the, the tables and pulls Maurice down and he's, you know, trying to fight back. And Maurice is laughing at him. Look at you. You know, you're trying to be a man now. And then uh, if you notice something, Maurice did something with his fingers yeah, and put it in his ma mouth, and I think that's the whole spider aspect. Is the the fingers He's got are these like, long, pointy yes, spider-like? Exactly. And he exactly. takes and his I, fingers I, and shoves them. Noticed, right. I noticed that even earlier, but uh, before, I didn't think it would. You know, I didn't connect the two together until yeah. the very end. 
So it's like, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah that's a good yeah. point. That's a good right, point. Right. Yeah. But his fingers were very you know, creepy and spider like. And he had all these these big nails and he right. takes these fingers and puts them in Philip's mouth. Yes. And you're just repulsed because he's such a skeeve. Disgusting. And you just yeah. can't even imagine where those fingers have been. And it's just it's terrible. Right and, right. and so he grabs Philip and he's pushing him and you realize the floorboards have, you know, cracked in places and, and it looks down into, you know, um, like a maybe, maybe a crawl level. space yeah, or something. Yeah, something and like finally that. he pushes him and he and he and he snaps his neck and he kills yes. him. And uh, and then the this chest is moving and you're like, oh, shit. And he pops right. the chest open and it's the young boy in there. And, right. you know, Philip uh, realize, well, doesn't realize, but, you know, Maurice tells him it's been me all along. I've been doing this for years. And yeah. they're blaming you. It's, they, you know, they think you've done it and you're taking the blame for it, you know. So, uh, you know, I, I'm going to continue to do this. So you realize yeah. he's been murdering children throughout these years and people have been blaming poor Philip because. He's so damaged and he's just the creepy weirdo in the neighborhood. Right. right. Um, so the kid just gets up and runs, runs away. And, and Philip is, is just left there in the ruin of his house, a shell of a human being, you know, and you realize that he's probably still completely damaged. Like just because he was able to destroy Maurice. Finally, his life is wrecked. I mean, there's no way he can overcome this. Exactly. No way. exactly. And it just, and it just fades to black and it's over. Yeah. This was this was really, really uh this was an excellent movie. I thought absolutely. it was absolutely fantastic. I really just done so I did too. I mean you know, it's um I thought like that there were some parts that seemed to be repetitive, but it needed to be repetitive. Yeah, um, because that's his was, life. Exactly. There was it was definitely a slow burn, but it kept your interest going the whole time. I was afraid that I would get bored, but I didn't. It just I didn't kept either. going on and on. It, it, you know, tonally, the movie just kind of, you know, it was all the same tone. And I was afraid that also that this might get too, you know, redundant and boring, but it didn't. It, it no. really kept your attention going. It was miserable. <laughs> I mean, it was sad. I don't see myself watching this movie again. Yeah, but, yeah. That being uh, this said, is uh, like yeah. I would watch it again, but it would be some time before I watched it again, and it would have to yeah. be with a fresh set of eyes. Like new people would have to watch right. it with me, right? Because exactly. I would want them to just witness, you know, because this is a very slow burn through this person's, you know, the end of this person's life, you know, and what right. he's been dealing right. with for all these years. So, um, so how many uh, spiders? You know, how many spiders or yeah? How many spiders would you give this? I would give it like maybe four and a half. I nice. mean, I, I yeah, yeah. No, I, I really me too. Really this. I really yeah. enjoyed this. I'm going to agree with you 100. percent It's like I said, you know, it's not perfect. Uh, it is a little slow, and so if you're not that kind of person, if you're interested in action-packed slasher with tons of gore yeah. and you know sex or any of that, none of that is in this at all. Right. Right. Do not exactly go into that. this expecting to be an action movie or you know uh, an upbeat film. This is. Right. This is a psychological mystery and it's yeah. really dark and it, it, it is slow moving. Um, exactly. you're, you're living through someone's subconscious mind and seeing the torture 
that they deal with on a on a regular basis. And uh, and so, but yeah, I mean, for me, this and, was a solid movie. And again, like the the tone, it was like this is in uh, England, and it's the sky is constantly gray. Everything is just you know, it's it's dark. The there's no like again, there's no. It just didn't feel like it was produced like with movies you just always get this uh the, the touch of the production company you know that that you know that there's studios involved no this is raw this was such a yes. raw movie no cgi no nothing it, you know again it was that puppet creature that was you know that was it that was the only special effect and and the houses everything was just so raw and yeah, yeah it was it was really really impressive so Anyone, I don't know if anyone, you know, knows a little bit about the the British Midlands um, post World War Two was an industrial nightmare. I mean, there was constant, yeah. you know, the factories there were constantly working you know, metal foundries, excuse me, foundries and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So that's what this reminded me of. Like this was right. like you know, built in an area like this home was built in an area that had once, you know, seen like, you know, middle-class prosperity. And now it's completely just, uh, just a wreck, you know, and yeah. you don't see many yeah. of the other homes in the area. You see a lot of like, um, like the moors almost, you know, like this, this right. really just nasty flatlands, um, like, like a bog almost, um, it was just and, as bleak as the life that Philip was living. And, and the funny thing, I mean, the, the, the interesting thing, rather, was that every, every single scene was about Philip. Like, they didn't have any scenes that, were, that didn't have Philip in it. Right. You know, every yeah. single shot, not, not shot, but every scene had, it was about Philip. There was no other characters really at all that 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 um, where they had in, in their own shots at all every single one was about philip and that yeah. and i noticed that i was like wow that's that's actually interesting it's kind of bold you know yeah it is yeah, yeah. you're yeah. right yeah. That, that is another yeah. good point they, yeah yeah they definitely took a lot of chances with this movie but it was done like it was done with a purpose i like that it was disciplined you know yeah it, absolutely it wasn't trying to be artsy or anything you kind of at first you thought that maybe that's what they were trying to do but no this was no. this was very purposeful and yeah and i really really like that me too anyone involved in this movie i want to check and see if they've made other films now yeah, because i'm definitely. interested in seeing what else that they've done and it's yeah. great that, you know, social media for all its ills and, and the trouble that we always talk about, and um, you know, on Facebook or any of the other stuff. I've seen a lot of movies just over the last year that I've that I didn't know about until I saw it in my Instagram newsfeed. And then I'm like, holy shit, this looks good. We had no idea what this movie was going to be like. We were right. just I, I saw the poster and I said, Omar, we need to check this out. And we watched yeah. it and we were like, holy fuck, you know, like texting each yeah. other. I can't wait to talk about it because. Yeah. So, yeah, we beat this dead horse enough. You know, we're going right. on an hour now, but we really, you know, between the stylist and possum, we've seen two great movies in just the last few days. And I'm really yeah. looking forward to seeing there's a few others on our radar. I'm looking forward to seeing and talking about those two. So, 
Check yeah, it out. We'll post on the on Instagram if you uh, had a chance to listen to this or if you had a chance to watch us on uh, YouTube. Um, you know, join right. in. Let us know what you think of this movie, too. I'm going to be posting it on Instagram with the poster of it. Um, and we look forward to uh, getting your take on it, too. And for all our YouTube, uh, you know, for anyone who watches this on YouTube, do uh, like and subscribe, as they all say. Oh, yeah, know? please do. And comment, please too. Do. We'd like to know what you guys think, what yes. you want us to review. If there's a movie out there that you love, yeah, get engage us. Let us know what it is. Maybe we do, too. Or maybe we've never seen it, which would be an odd thing. But there are movies right. out there that we've never seen, like Possum, uh, until yeah. recently. So, all right, guys, we will talk to you soon. Thanks for joining in. All right, peace out, folks. Bye, guys. Bye.